BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. We got another day of NBA action. And with FanDuel, every night is a watch party. So it's time for your FanDuel crew to make their bets. So, what's the move tonight, gang? You know that new customers who bet $5 get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Woohoo! We're heating up, fam. Bet all the stars with all your friends and make every moment more only on FanDuel. New customers bet $5, get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Make every moment more with FanDuel. One plus and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus vest that expires seven days after receipt. See full terms at fanduel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You are about to hear the most interesting, informative, thought-provoking, opinion-leading, and funny show in America on air and on the World Wide Web. This is The Rob Carson Show. All righty, welcome everybody. Happy New Year to everybody out there. It is The Rob Carson Show. I am Chris Markowski. Sitting in a big seat for today and the last, last broadcast of the year for the Rob Carson Show. But that's okay. That's okay. I'm not a big, not a big New Year's Eve. I've never have been. I, I don't know why. To me, it's just another bloody day for crying out loud. And, you know, you got to go out and the restaurants are going to put up the prefix menus. And they're going to jack up the prices. But nah, it's never been a big deal for me. And I, I talked uh, on Wednesday, we talked on Wednesday about this, and I've been talking about it on my program and podcast as well, uh, you know, my little resolution reality bit, where for years I, I, I try to get through people's heads. I say, stop making bloody New Year's resolutions. Just, just cut it the hell out. It's ridiculous. If you make a New Year's resolution, I would probably say there's a 95% chance that you're not going to follow through. And I'm not being a pessimist with that. I'm just a, a big believer that, you know, every day, every day you need to, you know, take a good, hard look at yourself in the mirror before you go to bed at night and you're saying your prayers and, and you got to try to say, you know what, tomorrow, tomorrow, this is what I need to improve on. This is what I need to do to be a better person, a better me. And if it's, it's worth doing, it's worth doing today. Yeah, I, one, of the, one of the listeners sent me an email. I thought this was kind of funny. I said, Chris, it's got a, a great idea for a business for 2024. And the, the business was called Resolutions. And, and their idea was is to uh, have a, uh, a, a gym and health food store smoothie bar for the first three months of the year, and the rest of the year, you turn it into a sports bar serving fried food. <laughs> kind of onto something to some degree, because that's 
what we do. Don't do that. Don't do that. And you don't have to wait till Monday. You don't have to wait till Tuesday uh, to, to make yourself a, improve upon yourself and to start doing the right thing. You got to make that commitment and do it today. But anyway, anyway, I want to want to start off today talking, talking about the state of Maine. That's right, Maine. And it actually pops in my head. You remember that scene from, uh, <laughs> what was it there? Uh, we're in Delaware. Delaware. Yeah, that's the old Mike Myers bit from back in the day, Wayne's World. But anyway, we're in Maine. We're in Maine. I think of Maine. I think of lobster pots. How about you? But now, when we're thinking of Maine, we are thinking of Maine Secretary of State Shana Bellows. That's right. Shayna Bellows is what we're going to be thinking about. So what we had uh, happen was that um, she is the top, top election official. Top election official, barring, barring Donald J. Trump from appearing on the state's primary ballot. This is um, second time. We all know about Colorado. Um, Colorado was done by the, uh, the court system. And uh, it's a 34-page decision. Uh, what did she? She held a, a hearing on this, and uh, she said that the Constitution bars a second Trump term because of his actions surrounding the January 6, 2021 attack. Hmm. Hmm. And I find uh, find interesting about this is the you hear it all the time from people on the left and we heard it we heard it when donald trump was running for office in 2016 we heard it after he won we're still hearing it today it's an attack on our democracy it's an attack on freedom they're attacking our freedom it's a big attack they're ruining democracy they're despotic he wants to be a dictator dictator really dictator um who's being a dictator Who's being a dictator? Okay. The, again, decision. Not qualified to hold the office of the president. Okay, again, all due to the uh, 14th Amendment, post-Civil War 14th Amendment, disqualifying from public office those who swore to defend the Constitution and engaged in insurrection or rebellion against the United States. Now, California... Uh, their secretary of state uh, included Trump on the list of candidates for the state's primary. That being said, um, I, I, listen, I, I don't understand. I, I, again, I don't understand any of this. I, I really don't. Um, isn't it up to the voters in the state to decide? And, and listen, you know, I, I, I don't have a lot of I'm being honest. I, I don't have a lot of faith and the electorate here in the United States. And I, you know, it's a conversation that maybe we can have a little bit later on. But this is the system that we have. I, I don't understand how one person feels that they could take it upon themselves to make that kind of a decision, e even the court in Colorado. I mean, I forgot how many people in the state of Colorado voted for uh, Donald Trump. It was a couple million, if I'm not mistaken, last time around. You think it's a good idea to disenfranchise those voters? I don't even know if you know, that he's going to get that many votes this time around. But should it be left up to we the people? 
Not not some court, not some uh, secretary state for Maine. Now Maine, um, Maine splits splits the uh, the electoral college. I think Donald Trump got one vote uh, last time around there. But um, what's the point behind this? So I, I got to tell you what I think. I, again, this is this is this is Shayna Bellows' moment. In the sun. This is an opportunity. This is a career opportunity for Shayna Bellows. Baby, I'm a star. That's right. Again, to, to go online, you can look out all the interviews that she's doing, MSNBC, CNN, right on down the line, across the And she's giddy on these things. Oh, come on, Shayna. Shana, you know you want to be the next Gen Saki. The next Gen Saki or even Dana Perino. You, you can get your, you know, they need, they need, didn't they fire the MSNBC? I think just fired a couple of their weekend hosts, if I'm not mistaken. She's like, you're auditioning right now. You're going to be on to bigger and better things. You can be a paid contributor of MSNBC, CNN, or whatever, Fox News. That doesn't make any difference. You got your name in the paper for crying out loud is what you did. And the media, the media eats this stuff up because they love creating characters. They do. Get 24-hour news cycle. It is what it is. They've got to create characters. They must weave storylines. What one of the funniest ones during um, Trump's first term was the the Michael Avenatti saga. Oh, remember that guy? Uh, He was everywhere. And I mean everywhere. He was was showing up at the parties in the Hamptons and uh, rubbing elbows with Don Levin. They were actually putting him out there as a, a possible challenger to Donald Trump in 2020. They were throwing it out there. Who was he? He was a charlatan and a fraud. Hey, but it was, it was, a, it was a great story while it lasted. We could fill all sorts of airtime with that nonsense. Could we not? A- and that's exactly what they did. Colorado uh, right now. News out of Colorado when it comes to this. Colorado Secretary of State. Um... Donald Trump will remain on the 2024 ballot for certification next week. Um, this is at, because the, the state Republican Party is appealing the court ruling. And I quote, uh, with the appeal filed, Donald Trump will be included as a candidate on Colorado's 2024 presidential primary ballot when certification occurs on January 5th, 2024, unless the U.S. Supreme Court declines to take the case or otherwise affirms the Colorado Supreme Court ruling. So I guess we're, we're going to see where that that happens. Um, but again, I, I, listen, okay, uh, I'm giving my opinion on this. There, there's plenty of other ones out there, even coming from the right when it comes to this, that thinks that the Colorado decision was the right one and the main decision uh, was the right one. Um, I, I just grabbed this. This is former Uh, President Nixon's White House attorney, John Dean, he said that the main decision to remove Donald Trump uh, will be difficult 
to overturn, calling it very solid. Um, he denounced criticism by the Trump campaign, which called the decision election interference. Uh, he said there was ample due process in this proceeding, and they just lost a straight, honest reading of the 14th Amendment. He says Trump is in trouble. Um, straight, honest reading. Again, talks about insurrection. And this is, this is the problem sometimes is when we're dealing with language. Remember, remember Bill Clinton when he was testifying in the Monica Lewinsky scandal? It depends on what the meaning of the word is, is. I, I guess, you know, it's going to come down to what the determination of the word insurrection is and what happened uh, on January 6th. I, I guess that's what it's going to come down to, right? But even still, I, you, you know, no one is, uh, Donald Trump's not been convicted of any insurrection. And, you know, I, I mean, I, I take a look at what happened on January 6th. And I, again, I, I was, I would be honest, with you, I was disgusted by the entire event. I really was. I didn't like it. But did anybody actually think they were going to over, you know, take over the United States government by any stretch of the imagination? You're likening this to the, the Confederacy? I'm, I'm, not, I'm not really buying into that. I, I'm not. Um, again, yeah, Bellows, yeah, we'll go back to Shana, said that Trump used a false narrative of election fraud to inflame his supporters. Um, false narrative of election fraud. Well, I, I get, I mean, but what if he believed that there was election fraud? I mean, his belief that there was election fraud. And it said that he was aware of the likelihood for violence and at least initially supported its use, given he both encouraged it with incendiary rhetoric and took no timely action to stop it. Again, um, if it was an insurrection, I mean, why would he even take any action to stop it at all? I'm a little lost on that one, quite frankly. I, I, I really am. But anyway, again, to me, you know, listen, I, there's certain people that we have in elected, you know, that we've elected to in office here that I, I you know, to, to this day, I, I cannot believe. I, can, I don't understand how in the world people voted for, for this individual or that individual. Um, but again, I don't live in that district. I don't live in that. It's it's up to the people there. Um, I, I don't I don't get it here. Okay, obviously this is a national election, but shouldn't it be left up to the voters? That's it, left up to the voters, not up to a court, not up to a, a bloody secretary of state for Maine for crying out loud. I. I at what again? These people that are so uh, attack on democracy and the dictators and this and the next Hitler, all this nonsense that they throw around. You want to talk about election interference? I, I think this is a, a pretty good example of it. Anyway, we're going to take a quick break right here. Phone lines are open. I want to sound off on this 800 922 6680. That's 800 922 6680. Eight zero. You are listening to the Rob Carson Show. I am Chris Markowski sitting in for Rob Carson today. Don't go anywhere. 
We'll be back. Welcome back. Welcome back. I am uh, Chris Markowski sitting in for Rob Carson, the Rob Carson Show. And uh, one of the things I, I kind of pride myself on, on my program and uh, I've been doing my radio show for 20 some odd years. It's going to be 20, yeah, going on 24 years this year. And uh, my podcast, I've been doing that for a while as well, is um, I, I thoroughly enjoy taking the liars, the crooks, the cheats out behind the woodshed and giving them a regular beat down. That's what we do. Um, we are perpetually being sold something as a society. Um, I, I, try to, I try to convey to people out there, and this, the sooner you figure this out, the better off you're going to be. Conventional wisdom is poison, plain and simple. Conventional wisdom is poison. What, what, is, what, is, what are you being sold? What sort of narrative is being thrown at you, pushed on you? And, and over the years, it, it's, to me, it's become more and more obvious. But again, I, I don't know if people get it to that great degree. I mean, we live in a world where a bloody influencer is a job. Their job is to, to influence you and nudge you. More often than that, with some load of bunk. Years ago, and I, I mentioned this on the show on, on Wednesday, I, um, I compiled my own. I, I was you know, watching, I was remember watching George W. Bush give a State of the Union address and talking about the axis of evil. He's talking about Iraq and Iran and, and, and North Korea. And I, I'm sitting there, and it was a rah-rah State of the Union address, and everybody started just standing up and applauding. And I'm saying to myself, are they really a threat to me? Uh, a threat to me? Uh, really not. I, I, the real threat, the real threat is what? The people with power here in this country, the people with power here in this country are a hell of a lot more frightening than China, North Korea, Iran. We're, we're always being sold there. Communist China is coming to get us. We got the next boogeyman. Next boogeyman that's somebody in Washington, D.C., and the media is shoving down our throats. It's kind of coming to get us. Coming to get us. Next, next big thing. No, no, no. Big business. The media and politicians working hand in hand to push their agenda. That is my watchdog on Wall Street axis of evil. And man, oh man, oh man, they, they work hand in hand. They push things down our throat. They promise us things all the time. Oh, we're for fiscal responsibility. Right. As both parties continue to spend and spend and spend. And one narrative, one bit of nonsense after another. So, you know, I was thinking we we do today on the program. I, I think we maybe we'll, we'll come up uh, the, the whoppers of the year. And I'm going to throw it out to the, the listening audience out there, 800-922-6680, because there's been a lot of them, a lot of them this year that were thrown at us. 
And I, I, I started, you know, jogging my memory and I started looking around over the, the course of the year and, and picking some of these things up and listen to some of this stuff. This is from, I'll start with this one. National Security Advisor, Jake Sullivan. Jake Sullivan. This is, um, <laughs> this is on October 2nd. October 2nd. What happened on Oct- uh, October 7th? This is Jake Sullivan saying that the Middle East is quieter than it has been for decades. Right. Right. Sure it has. And then you get nonsensical things like uh, Joe Biden saying that he ended cancer as we know it. Right. 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 Sure. Sure, Joe. Uh, or word salads coming from Kamala Harris. I mean, there's so many of them over the course here, especially when it comes to the economy. So you know what? You know we'll, we'll touch on these over the course of the program today. I've got a bunch of them here that I've compiled. But hey, you want to share as well? 800-922-6680. That's 800-922-6680. You're listening to the Rob Carson Show. We'll be right back. Hey guys, it's Carson. You know, everybody knows the next medical crisis just around the corner, whether it comes in the form of a pandemic or something more mundane like a tick bite, you and your family need to be prepared. That's where the wellness company comes in. The wellness company and their doctors are medical professionals that you can trust and their new medical emergency kits are the gold standard when it comes to keeping you safe and healthy. Be ready for anything. This medical emergency kit contains an assortment of life-saving medications, including ivermectin and z From anthrax to tick bites to COVID, even a bioweapon like a plague, the Wellness Company Medical Emergency Kit is exactly what you need to have on hand to be prepared. Rest assured knowing that you have emergency antibiotics, antivirals, antiparasitics on hand to make sure you and your family are safe from whatever the globalists throw at us next. Go to www.twc.health slash Carson. Again, twc.health slash Carson today and order. That's twchealth slash Carson and use the promo code Carson to save 10%. Kiddos, welcome back. It is the Rob Carson Show. I am Chris Markowski, sitting in for Rob. Last broadcast day of the year for the program. Phone lines are open, 800-922-6680. can sign off, uh, sign off on any of the topics that we're covering today, talking about uh, what just took place in the state of Maine, whoppers for the year, lots of lies out there. And I, I got to touch on this one before I get into some of the uh, economic lies. Um, this one, if you... If you tried to sell the George Santos story as a script to Hollywood, they might not take it because it's just that unbelievable. I mean, the stories that this guy came up with, the donor lies, the grandparents that fled the Holocaust, his mother died as a result of 9-11, his niece was kidnapped by the Chinese, assassination attempt. He was a volleyball star at a college that he didn't even go to. I mean, you can go on and on 
And I, I, I'm, I'm saying to myself, there's a, there's a Republican Party, and again, this is not far from where I happen to live right now. I live in Suffolk County on Long Island. This is in Nassau County, towards the uh, closer towards uh, Nassau and into Queens, New York. Do they do background checks? You guys might want to do, I mean, I don't know, might actually want to follow up on some of the claims that this guy made. He was like um, the character from Saturday Night Live played by John Lovitz, the pathological liar. Yeah, yeah, that's the ticket. Yeah, yeah that's a ticket. Yeah, my uh, my grandparents about the Holocaust. And uh, yeah, I was going to be the next astronaut. I mean, just one thing after another. Anyway. Anyway, let's talk about some of the the economic lies, fibs, narratives that are being pushed, have been pushed, still being pushed on it. Um, wages and salaries are rising for American workers. No, they're not. No, they're not. Relative to the cost of living here in the United States, um, wages and salaries are down. What good is your salary going up if the price to live here in the country rises at a higher rate? I mean, you're playing catch-up. You're not falling as far behind, but you're still falling behind. Another whopper out there as well is that Biden created more jobs than any other modern president. Oh, come on, man. Give me a break. You're, you're You're counting jobs that were that were done away with because of lockdowns due to the government forcing people out of I mean, I mean you're gonna really count that for crying out loud I mean, it didn't make hey, listen and to take credit for something like that anybody could have been elected president and those jobs would have come back and I the other one our records amounts of oil and gas are being produced oh my lord Um, If we had stuck with uh, Trump energy production, we would be producing two million more barrels of oil a day. Two million more a day if we had stuck with Trump's policies. The other one, too, that makes me every single time I hear this, I want to punch a hole in the wall. We're reducing the budget deficit. We're we're, we're reducing the deficit. You've taken a look at where we're at, man. And they say it. Right to your face with a smile that they're being fiscally responsible. Anyway, makes me want to pull my hair out. But, you know, we, we talked about Bidenomics on Wednesday. And you need to come up with a better, a better term. And I was thinking about it. And it's, it, we, what we're dealing with, it's, it's hamsteronomics is what it is. We are in what is what I like to call it's a hamster wheel economy. Hamster wheel economy, and I trust me, I, I know you're feeling this way. I speak to people all over the country all the time. You're working your tail off, you're busting your butt, you're doing everything that you're supposed to do on a regular basis. You may you may be getting a raise, you may be getting a promotion. Your business is even, you say your business is improving, it's doing better. Okay? You're putting, you're implementing all sorts of things, doing all this. But do you, do you feel any wealthier? Do you, do you feel like you're, you're getting ahead? Or are you on that hamster wheel? 
running and running and running and running. Running to stand still. That was a great U2 song, by the way, off Joshua Tree. Just running to stand still. Not being able to get ahead. And if you actually, you take a look at the numbers. You take a look at the numbers, and they're as plain as day. And this is this is an economist here. He runs the left-leaning People's Policy Project. His name is Matt Brunig. He looked at the data from the Atlanta Fed and tracked wage growth. Whether or not your wages are going up or down over the past few years adjusted for inflation. And they haven't. And his numbers are even off because he's taking government numbers and government inflation numbers. Inflation is tricky, people, because of all of the things that they include. To me, inflation is about the items. What's most important is the items that you have to buy every single day. Those are the things that, that really affect you, your groceries, your coffee, There's a myriad of things that you have to spend on your tolls, energy, rent, the cost to live. I mean, it's great. It's fantastic. You know, the price of a television has come down. Or, or, you know, whatever it may be. Something that you have to buy from time to time. But you can't eat a TV. You don't have to go out and buy a TV every single day. The items that you need to live on every single day continue to rise and weigh on Americans. And you get all of these media types out there, headline after headline, telling us that we're stupid. Telling us we're stupid. Economy is great. Why are Americans in such a rotten mood? That was the Wall Street Journal. If the economic statistics are good, why do Americans feel so bad? USA Today. U.S. economy going strong under Biden. Americans don't believe it. The Guardian. Biden's economy is great everywhere except in the polls. Again, people that are so far removed from economic reality that it just, it's sad. It really is. They just don't get the American people. Got to take a break. You are listening to The Rob Carson Show. I am Chris Markowski. Phone lines are open 800-922-6680. That's 800-922-6680. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Welcome back, kiddos. It is The Rob Carson Show. I am Chris Markowski. Sitting for Rob Carson. Last broadcast day of the year, 800 800- Nine two two six six eight zero. A lot to go over today. Talked about Maine. We're, we're talking about the fibs and lies and narratives and the conventional wisdom crap that keeps getting shoved at us on a regular basis. I got another one I wanted to touch on. It's it's again. It's a lie. It's a lie. But again, it's it, lie becomes the truth. I guess if you repeat it enough. Now who's? I think it was. Uh, was what Benjamin Franklin said, the lie will, you know, uh, you know, what is it? The truth will, can't get it. What is it? I got to get that. Day. Truth will make its way out the front door. A lie will get around the world a million times, something like that. I, I got I to gotta get it the right way. I screwed it up. But the, um, the wealthy, the wealthy don't pay their fair share. The wealthy don't pay their fair share. Hmm. 
Um, top 1% of the highest-earning Americans pay 50% of the nation's income taxes. Top 1% pay nearly 50%, which is twice their share of national income. The top 100 American corporations pay an effective tax rate of nearly 20%. Actually, smaller businesses, I happen to be one, pay more. They pay more. Whenever I'm, I'm asked about this, you know, I go on programs and they talk about fair share. I, I try to uh, again, get confronted by liberals with this stuff. I, I, explain to them, I said, I don't do it in regards to share or percentages. I try to try to phrase it in terms of time. So I say, I, I'll kind of, I said, well, how many, how many months out of the year should I have to work to send money to the government? How many months out of the year should I have to do that? And it, it, a lot of times it perplexes them. And they'll be like, well, I don't know, two or three. I'm like, oh, sign me up for that. that. That's much better. Much better than what I'm paying in right now. That's for darn sure. And again, they just they can't get their arms around it. And also the whole corporate tax thing. This is this to me is one of the most ridiculous things in the entire world. There shouldn't be a corporate tax. Corporate tax should not exist. Who pays corporate taxes? Think about it for a second. How's corporation pay? No, 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 no. Corporations don't pay corporate taxes. A corporation is a tax ID number and a logo. It's a tax ID number and a logo. That's it. Corporations don't have a printing press at their office where they print up dollar bills to pay corporate taxes. They don't have a money tree in their backyard to pay corporate taxes. Their customers pay the corporate taxes. The people who patronize that business pay it. It's priced in to the goods and services that you buy. So when you get all of these left-wing, hey, corporations are not paying enough in taxes, and they're avoiding taxes, not paying it. Well, guess what? They're doing their customers a solid by ta- trying to lower their taxes because it can keep their prices down and make them more competitive. You know, remember during the Obama administration, uh, the corporate taxes were so high that American companies were, were getting involved. What was known as they were called tax inversions, where they would get acquired by a smaller company, usually in Dublin. Ireland had the lowest corporate tax, one of the lowest corporate tax rates in the world. There was a couple of places as well. I remember Biden was like, oh, it's not patriotic. You're patriotic to pay taxes. Whoa, 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 whoa. The CEO of this company has a fiduciary duty to their shareholders. And to, you know, they obviously want to put out a product at a great price and make it inexpensive for their customers. They want to help their bottom line. That's exactly what they were, should, should be doing. You, you don't want them to leave. You don't want them to leave. Well, guess what? Lower the corporate taxes. Make it competitive. Again, that was another big, big lie that was pushed this year as well. Yeah, you know, Janet Yellen and Joe Biden 
and, and you know, oh yeah, we're going to have a minimum, a minimum corporate tax, and we're going to get the Europeans to sign off on this entire thing. And what did the Europeans do? They kind of nodded their head. Yeah, oh yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> Following through on that, you you think that these countries are going to make themselves, you know, not as competitive? They always talk about it. it's a race to the bottom. It's a race to the bottom when it comes to taxes. Well, that's a pretty good race. When it comes to taxes, that's what you want to have is a race to the bottom. Gee whiz, could be me. Call me crazy. But the two states in this country that are growing faster than any others, Florida and Texas, they don't have any state income tax. That, that race to the bottom is working out pretty well for them. When Ireland lowered their corporate taxes and said that, this, wow, we're going to attract businesses here to Ireland. Do you understand what it did for their economy? So again, all of the, the, this, these economic lies and this garbage that they throw at you on a regular basis makes me sick to my stomach, especially when it comes to taxes. Anyway, anyway, I, I got I to... Gotta, head in this direction because I knew this was going to happen. I knew this was going to happen. I talked about this on my show. I talked about it on my podcast. It was, I don't know, a few weeks ago. You get the Brady Bunch boxes on CNBC and they're talking about the Federal Reserve and what the Federal Reserve is going to do and lowering rates into next year. And there was an argument kind of broke out. And because uh, some of the conservatives said, yeah, yeah, there's going to be a lot of pressure on the Fed brought by uh, progressive uh, politicians to get those rates down as quickly as possible. And all of the, uh, again, all of the, the, the left wingers on the panel, oh, they got the vapors. Oh, my God, how could you say such a thing? It's terrible. No, the Fed is independent. They would never do anything like that. Right. Sure enough. Sure enough, I give you Ro Khanna out of California. He is... Um, urging Jerome Powell to cut rates now. Cut them now. Oh, you're going to be responsible for Trump winning the White House. Oh, yeah. That didn't take long. They know. They know that the Bidenomics lie isn't selling. I told you they're going to pivot to try to blame the private sector. And then they can also pivot to blaming the Fed. It's the Fed's fault. If only the Fed, if only the Fed, we're, we're telling them, we're jawboning, if only the Fed would get rates down and we'd have a, a free money again, everything would be awesome. And that's, that's going to be the pitch. They're setting up, that's going to be the narrative. And then slowly but surely, you'll start to see News network after news network, pundit after pundit, pick up on this. And this is the water that they will carry moving forward. Going to take a break. You're listening to The Rob Carson Show. Again, I am Chris Markowski, honored to be hosting this program, the last one of the year for The Rob Carson Show. Phone lines are open, 800-922-6680. That's 800-922-6680. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Hey, guys, it's Carson. Christmas just passed, but I have a really great gift idea. You can still give yourself. Why don't you give yourself the new streaming service, Newsmax Plus? 
move over Netflix and Disney Plus and Hulu. Just start Newsmax Plus. I subscribed. I love it. Get Newsmax Best Shows with Rob Schmidt, Eric Boulding, Greta Van Susteren, Greg Kelly, and more. You also get lots of movies, documentaries, history, comedy. Newsmax Plus just signed up more than 180,000 people. Newsmax Plus lets you watch the Newsmax channel on your phone or home TV app. And Newsmax Plus is the only streamer to give you all the Donald Trump rallies. Fox News censors most of them. So get Newsmax Plus today. It's free to start. Just go to NewsmaxPlus.com. That's Newsmax, spell the plus, dot com. Start your free subscription. Again, NewsmaxPlus.com. That's NewsmaxPlus.com. Millions are switching to Newsmax, so try it free today. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com. The Rob Carson Show. Welcome back, kiddos. It is a Rob Carson show. I am Chris Markowski, your watchdog on Wall Street, sitting in for Rob Carson today. Last hour of the Rob Carson show for 2023. That the subway token will get you right on the subway. 800-922-6680 is the number here on the program. Uh, Last uh, hour, getting into uh, some callers talking about uh, taxes and states and what states are doing better than others and taxation as a whole and what works and, and what doesn't work. And again, I, I gave kudos uh, as well, and he deserves them to Ron DeSantis, who uh, has done an unbelievable job in the state of Florida, reducing the state's debt and putting it on a path to fiscal responsibility. And again, that's it, a major topic for me. It is it is one of the biggest issues facing this country again we're all we're always being they get boogeyman's all over the place they like to throw at us again it's china's a boogeyman and iran's a boogeyman and there's a boogeyman over here but you know our national debt's an issue and i'd like you to sit down sometime try to just get your arms around what a trillion is and the fact that we're approaching 34 trillion dollars in debt and the fact that we're going to be spending over a trillion dollars a year in interest on that debt. Think, think about what, what one could do with a trillion dollars. Again, I'm, I'm, in the, I'm in the building business, the money management, the, the wealth creation business, the investing business, the jobs. I think that the jobs you could create with a million, five million. 10 million. And again, this is not the government. This is putting the, the, this money back into taxpayers' hands. We, we are flushing. We're, we're going to be close to flushing down the toilet 
a trillion dollars a year. And again, let's say if the government had it and that money was directed towards curing cancer, curing Alzheimer's, that of space exploration, a myriad of things, fixing bloody potholes for crying out loud. I live in New York. I've lost six tires in the past year for crying out loud due to those things. But anyway, this is the type of waste and it needs to be addressed. And both parties, every single time they refuse to do it. And again, we always talk about these third rails. It's third rails of American politics. I can't talk about that. Can't talk about Social Security and Medicare. And you can throw Obamacare in there as well. You can throw Obamacare in there as well. I mean, Donald Trump came out and said that he is going to replace Obamacare with something better. And, and honestly, the, the tweet he put out sounded juvenile. People will be happy, not sad. He actually tweeted that out. Like, you know, see, see Spot Run, see Jake Run. I, it was ridiculous. Replace it with what? I, I mean, I, I want to replace it too, but what do you got? What do you got? Because, you know, last time I checked, uh, we had the, you know, the House and Senate and Donald was the presidency and we couldn't get the Republicans to repeal it. I know you're going to blame John McCain for that, but I'm here to tell you, okay, John McCain put his finger down because everybody knew that it was, you know, that those two didn't get along. If it wasn't him, it would have been somebody else. The Republicans didn't have a replacement plan. What they had was insufficient. You've gotten people addicted now to Obamacare. 60% of the country think it's great. My health care costs have skyrocketed. I just got my bill for 20, what it's going to cost me for 2024. Up again. Another 12%. Yeah, if you like your health care, you keep your health care. I'm always going to be paying more than $2,500. Are you out of your mind? So you got that rail. You got Social Security. You got Medicare. And I'm sorry. And I know I'm going to get, I'll get maybe some blowback from this. But the two leading candidates right now are who? Who you got? You got Joe Biden and you got Donald Trump. They both have the exact same position when it comes to Social Security and Medicare, which is do nothing. Do nothing. Yeah, we got this, this, this bomb in the room, and it's ticking over there. Um, you know, and, and it's going to go off. It's going to go off in about 10 years, a little less than 10 years now. But we're just going to ignore it. We're going to pretend it doesn't exist. And, you know, I was aggravated with Donald Trump, but he was, like, basically pulling the same routine that the Democrats did with Paul Ryan. Remember when they had the commercial? Remember that commercial with Paul Ryan pushing uh, Paul Ryan off? Uh, Paul Ryan was pushing old, a grandma off the cliff because of Social Security? People, okay, it's going to be cut by 25% in 10 years. Yet the two leading candidates, no problem. No problem. No problem to see. Nothing, nothing to see here, everybody. Nothing to see here. We're not going to address that. Let's go to the phone lines. We got Chuck on the line in Laurel, Maryland. Chuck, welcome to the Rob Carson Show. How you doing? Uh, doing well. You know, the, the guest. Um, you know, I'm, I'm a big Trump fan, and DeSantis hasn't been in Florida since May when he announced. And that's, he, he's absent from Florida. Where is he at now? He's in Iowa. I'm just saying. Okay, but I mean, he's running for the presidency, and the state's doing really, really well. 
He hasn't been in his own state since he won last year. Oh, he's been. No, that's not true. He's definitely been down there. No, it's, I mean, it's go, he goes in and out. He's but been in Iowa campaign. He's done nothing for the state of Florida in 2023. I'm sorry, but my main office is in the state of Florida, and he's what he's done for the state of Florida has been absolutely fantastic. But but what is he? What did what do you want him to do? Like I said, I just told, I just mentioned on the program what's going on with they're getting rid of the teachers unions in the state of Florida due to legislation that he pushed, which would basically eliminate that teachers union if enough teachers didn't want to be a part of it and didn't want to send the money. That's something good. Now let's let's not talk about Ron DeSantis. That's something good, but he's in Iowa. I, but what does that have to do with, with with you know what we're we're talking about right now, Chuck? Because, what I'm well, saying is, you know, what what are the most important issues? What are the most important issues to you? Well, you know what I mean. They're they're varying things. Number one is the economy. Okay. A nationwide economy, and what does uh-huh. Ron DeSantis done to fix that? Well, in the state of Florida's the state of Florida's economy, they're attracting more people, more residents than I'm just. Listen, I'm not even telling you who I'm. I'm not even. I don't even know who I'm voting for. I'm just telling you, the state of Florida's economy is booming. We just went over the numbers, and it's doing so well that they're retiring debt. They're retiring debt in that state. And they're reducing the debt. They're buying back their bonds. You've got company after company after company that are moving down there to that state. It's booming. So that's a booming economy down there. Okay, I'm all for the economy, too. And you know what? I'm going to give kudos to Donald Trump on many of his ideas of the economy. However, I disagree with his policies when it comes to trade and tariffs. I don't agree with that. Would you? And I also give... He's done a better job at that, then. What? Joe so Biden's trade? done a better job at that then. then, that's, then what Trump, think. that's what you're saying, right? Because Trump has already proven what he can do with the economy. No, Joe Biden has done the exact same thing Trump has. He kept all of Donald Trump's tariffs in place when it comes to tariffs. So tariffs, he hasn't changed yeah. anything at all. And that's the only thing Joe Biden has ever done that, you know. See, I, I disagree with the tariffs. I think the tariffs are bad. I think, I think the tariffs are horrible. It makes the prices for everything go up for all of us because we pay the price of tariffs because it's priced into the goods and services yes. that we buy. And I agree. With I think he did. I thought he did a great job on economy. Tesla in China and not pay any tariff. But what do you mean by a Tesla in China? In America. Well, the battery's made in China, of course. Well, yeah, but the point is, the point is, is that you make the price of everything go up. So if you're a home builder. And you've got to import uh, here in the United States, and you want to import from Canada, uh, siding from Canada. It makes the price of the house go up because you've got to pay. Who pays that tariff? Not Canada doesn't pay that tariff. China doesn't pay that tariff. Uh, Taiwan doesn't pay the tariff. The person here in the United States pays the tariff because they price that tariff into the product. It's inflationary. So that that's not a good thing. What are your thoughts on Social Security? <laughs> well... We're we're a long ways off from that. We have to defeat eight years. Joe Biden. Eight years, and it's going to be going to cut by twenty five percent. And again, I I like a lot of Trump's foreign policy. Trump, this? I agree when with. We start seeing this, and the Republicans that we send there do nothing. I know. Has done I know, but nothing. you know that you have you listen. You again, I disagree with Ron DeSantis. When he's he's in the same boat as Trump. And Biden, when it comes, he doesn't really do anything with either. But Vivek has got great ideas when it comes to Social Security. 
This is the but point. All of these candidates in, have great ideas. We'll be in the uh, um, you know uh, secretary of some type in a Trump administration. You as a DeSantis person. No, 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 no. I didn't say I'm not. No, no, no. I love DeSantis, and I mentioned I may. I don't know who I'm voting for. I couldn't tell you who I'm voting for. Again, I can't. And I can't vote in the primary. I'm an independent. I left the Republican Party. Okay, so I can't even. I can't even vote in the primary. So I'm out of there. Okay, I voted for Trump twice. You know, voted for Trump twice. Okay, he wasn't my first choice in 2016. Rand Paul was because I'm a fiscal conservative and I love Rand Paul. Okay, I love Ron Paul even before that. I wish Ron Paul had won the primary and beat Mitt Romney way back in the day. So I'm, I'm a very libertarian guy. So that's, that's my way of thinking. And I voted for Trump twice. And I'm not a, you can't say that who I'm going to vote for, who I'm not going to vote for. I'm pointing out the good qualities and candidates. Donald Trump, on Wednesday when I host the program, Chuck, we talked about his foreign policy and how all of these things in the world would not be happening today, I believe, if Donald Trump was president. Exactly. So, I, 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 so I, there you go. See, exactly. this is, but, but Chuck, this is the problem. We got to, we got to, we got to be able to discuss. Pardon me. The one for Donald Trump. What's that? Ron I'm sorry. Sanders wouldn't have the job he has now if it wasn't for Donald Trump. Uh, I mean, 100%. what is what is that? What does that mean, though? Does that mean he's a bad guy? He's a man. He does. Did he not do a wonderful I'm job? Why? About, why try to tear to... down Ron DeSantis and the great job that he did? Why? Okay, he did a great job as governor. He's so again, we had a rule. We had a rule when we were in college. We had a we had a rule in college. You don't need you don't need to tear somebody down to lift yourself up. You could talk about what you do well. I'm a policy guy. I'm a policy. What are your ideas, right? And don't, 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 every what candidate's got some great on, ideas. What are your ideas on the Bush family because they're the ones supporting. Oh my God, the Bush family! Forget they're about it. The they're, they're 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 the establishment. I don't. I, the swamp. I the Bush family. Think I support the Bush family. You think Ron DeSantis is the establishment? Yeah. No, come on. Where do you think? No, he's, he's not an establishment candidate. I'd say Nikki Haley is an establishment candidate. Both. But Ron DeSantis is an Both. establishment candidate by any stretch. And, and again, and, and Vivek, he's not an establishment candidate, is no, he? They're never getting any money from him. But l- l- listen, him. but look, look, doesn't Vivek do have say? wonderful ideas? Not that great, but I'm telling you what, he's slamming what? the guys down and saying what Ron DeSantis <laughs> should have been saying all the time. But what what, what is what what it, Vivek's ideas? You don't like Vivek's ideas, his policies. I don't like them all, and he's very young, and he needs he needs some more grooming. He needs some more time to cook. <laughs> I've heard that. I've heard that. That are, I mean, the guy has been a billionaire a couple times over. He's created all these companies and he's great with policy. And, and, and again, I, I you and know, I, guy. Ugh, well, that, there's nothing wrong with that. That's that's great. A lot of guys that, that are capable of making guy. money. Right. Trump's a money guy. It's, Trump's a money guy, too. Yes. I, I get, but like I'm saying, I'm about policy, about fiscal responsibility. And my biggest thing what, that I disagree with Trump about and quite frankly, and I appreciate the phone call. We're gonna we're gonna move on. Is the the COVID uh, response was was awful? Um, it was absolutely awful. Shutting down the country like we did, 15 days to stop the spread. And that was a one thing. I, I really wanted Trump to drain the swamp, but when it came to COVID, when it came to COVID, he hired the swamp. He hired Fauci. 
He hired Burks. He didn't listen to guys like Scott Atlas that were there that were telling him, no, don't do this. Don't shut down the schools. Don't do all of these things. And we spent trillions upon trillions upon trillions of dollars for what? And now we're seeing all the waste and all of the money that was stolen by, you know, Nigerian uh, gangs and Russia with all of the money that was going out the door. And it was all for nothing. And it's all on our kids' credit card because we're 34 trillion dollars in debt anyway let's move on again phone lines are open 800-922-6680 talk a little bit about um nikki haley as well she boy she stepped in it uh the other day she really did she (laughs) well she stepped in it when when it came to uh this new hampshire and she couldn't mention i mean she couldn't cite slavery as the chief cause of the Civil War. Now, I know you're, you're parsing words and it can talk about states' rights and a myriad of other things, but she really messed that up. And she also really messed it up by turning the question around. Um, however, you know, they got this other story that's gone viral where they keep talking about a nine year old uh, at a New Hampshire town hall calling, uh, calling her the new John Kerry because she's flip-flopping. Now, again, why would that story? Again, it's, that's a hit piece. And this is a great example of a hit piece uh, by journalists. Somebody set that kid up. You mean to tell me that that, that, kid, that kid remembers the, uh, the race between John Kerry and, and George Bush? Are you kidding me? In 2004. He wasn't even alive then, for crying out loud. And they're taking that story and running with it. But anyway, got to take a break right now. Again, listen to Rob Carson Show, 800-922-6680. 800-922-6680. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back. Welcome back. It is the Rob Carson Show. I am Chris Markowski sitting in for Rob Carson today. 800-922-6680 is the number. We're going to go again to the phone lines. We've got Alex on the line and Brooklyn. Brooklyn in the house. Alex, what's up? Hey, thanks for taking the call. Uh, I want to comment about the previous caller. Um, I have nothing against him, but I I think um, he's an example of uh, where... A big chunk of the Republican Party has turned into a cult-like situation where you're either fully with Trump or if you like someone that's not good with Trump, then you're anti-Trump. Because you said you like Ron DeSantis, and you didn't say you don't like Trump. In fact, you said you like Trump, and this caller said, oh, you're a Ron DeSantis fan, and you're like anti-Trump. And, and that's a big problem because, you know, Trump is a good guy. I'm a big Trump supporter. But if people just trust Trump blindly to the point of where if he doesn't like DeSantis, you're not allowed to like DeSantis, then he could take people anywhere that are part of this cult and do dangerous things. And, and you know, I don't know that he's a dangerous person, but it, it's a danger if we have such a kind of situation. And all these people that are part of the MAGA movement, they were big supporters of Ron DeSantis, most of them, until Ron DeSantis decided to run against President Trump. Uh, as as long as Trump wasn't against him, they they were pro DeSantis. I personally wasn't, but how is it that you know 
you can just flick a switch one day and you have a whole group of people, millions of people just saying from one day to the next that they hate DeSantis. It's it's not a good thing, I think. No, you're, you're right. And, you know, the funny thing is, is that, you know, I've been married for uh, going on 23 years. And guess what? I don't agree with my wife and everything, but I'm not, <laughs> I'm not anti my wife. I mean, it, it's it's patently absurd where we've gotten to this point in time where nobody can actually speak to one another. A lot of yep. all these candidates have great ideas. I, I am a policy pick and choose here and there with the various different policies. Personality plays a part, but you've got to come together. And that's one thing I really, really don't like about Trump is why you got to turn it into, you know, you're on the playground back when you're in kindergarten and first grade and you got to make fun right. of people and you got to tear people down. That's not a sign of intelligence. Why can't you have a, a Socratic debate on the issues? And, and let me tell you well, something. In 2016, it was the right thing for him to do to attract attention. Yeah. But for people to just be like, you can't disagree with him. You say a single negative thing about Trump, or even half negative, and you're you're all, you're on the wrong side. That that's problematic, you know. And, and they can't think beyond anything. Like I personally think Trump is a good person, but he's not the right choice to be the nominee of the Republican Party. I, I agree. I, I, think, I, he, I think he. Uh, yep. I'm going to go to break, Alex. Great phone call. Very astute. Got to take a break. You're listening to the Rob Carson Show, 800-922-6680. We'll be back. Howdy, y'all. Welcome back, everybody. It's the Rob Carson Show. I am Chris Markowski, your watchdog on Wall Street. Filling in for Rob. Yeah. 800-922-6680 is the number here on the program. Great phone calls today. And Alex, just on the line from, from Brooklyn that we're speaking with, uh, we got to the, the bottom of the hour break. Uh, again, I, I, he makes a wonderful point, and it's, it's a great point. Um, we, we have to stop. Everybody's got to stop fighting one another, and everybody needs to start listening a little bit more. Because someone disagree, you know, again, within the conservative movement, the, the conservative side of the party where, you know, you're you don't like Trump. Well, then guess what? You're off my Christmas list. I can't talk to you. I can't be right. I, I, are you kidding me? People, these these politicians, this is what we fail to understand. Many people fail to understand they're our employees. They work for us. And we should be constantly holding their feet to the fire. There's never been a president in the history of the United States that has been infallible. I get look to Reagan, and again, all of the great things he did was a great president, but he wasn't perfect. There's no such thing. And again, you have to be policy oriented. Looking at the policies, you break things down. Break things down. You know, what are the issues that are the most important? Who do you think can accomplish these things? Anyway, anyway, we got to go to our uh, Newsmax hotline right now. We got uh, Peter Galuli on the line. He is the CEO of the Wellness company and he's one rob rob invited him on the program and it's it's great for me because i'm not familiar with the wellness company he's a big sponsor here at the rob uh, carson show um 
it, we don't. I'm going to let you do it. I'm Peter. I want you to explain to me what does your company do? What are you guys all about? Yeah, thanks for the intro. You know, the wellness company is only a year and a half old, but we've already helped uh, a couple hundred thousand people in the U.S. And we're really about creating a parallel healthcare system. So, so many of us were kind of abandoned or left behind by, you know, healthcare systems and processes that were supposed to kind of keep our best interests first during COVID. And we really started the wellness company to, you know, be a home for all these people that are looking for new solutions for healthcare that put preventative health first instead of sick care, and also find the very best doctors in the country that spoke up against everything that happened during COVID and were punished. And that's why we work with amazing doctors like Dr. Drew, Dr. Peter McCullough, Dr. Harvey Reich, that, that really laid it all on the line to, to help Americans stay healthy and well. Well, again, I think that's that's a great mission. I and I agree wholeheartedly. I got countless, countless uh, physician surgeons all around the country that are clients of mine, and it's that they, they're telling me the same thing again and again and again. It's just like you know, it's it's sick care in the United States, and we've got to do more to keep people healthy. And my job, even as a, a financial planner, I said one of the best best things you can do as far as your 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 overall health. And wealth is to keep yourself healthy. And it's all about maintaining uh, exercise and a myriad of things. Why don't you uh, get into some of these things that, that you put together and you do? I know you got over, you said you have a couple hundred thousand clients right now and customers. Yeah, so I, I absolutely relate to what you just said about um, you know financial planning and and uh, and healthcare and you know it's it's amazing how you know the pharmaceutical and insurance industries have turned Americans' lives into just kind of unit economics for their businesses um, and you know sadly the way that the hospital system works today I mean if you have to go to the ER I mean you're looking at at least a two thousand dollar bill assuming you can drive yourself and you have to take an ambulance and another story. Uh, but we're really trying to do everything we can to, to help people practice your early intervention when they're getting sick, help them stay very healthy and well. And we do that but a few different ways. Number one, you know, our doctors design supplements by hand, right? It's not just some random person that you don't know that's throwing stuff into a capsule. Mm -hmm. They're basing everything that's in our supplements based on their own clinical experiences uh, treating patients. And, you know, our supplements are amazing. I mean, with the results that we've gotten, the feedback that we've gotten on some of our supplements have just been out of this world positive, and we're really blown away. And then the second thing we do is telemedicine. So mm -hmm. we offer a 50-state telemedicine practice, so you can talk to a doctor that, that shares your values and, and get them to prescribe you know, medicines that, that can help you, and including medicines that, you know, during... You know, the last couple of years have been demonized, things like ivermectin or hydroxychloroquine we prescribe every single day. And we also offer medical emergency kits. So uh, it's a kit of kind of prophylactic medicines, antibiotics, antivirals, things like amoxicillin, Z-Pak, ivermectin that, you know, every American, it's their God-given right to have on hand. If you have Tylenol yeah. in your medicine cabinet, you should have a medical emergency kit because it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when, and everyone should be prepared. And there was obviously some concerns with the supply chain issues uh, during COVID and whether or not you're able to get a hold of, of some of these treatments and medicines. And it's actually still going on today. We're, we're seeing this still happen today because of the supply chain issues. Now, when you, you someone, I'm going to pretend I'm a, I'm a patient and I, I'm going to use your, 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 your services, your telemed services, and I can go on and discuss whatever issues that I'm having and what they, they cater various different supplements to my condition or what, you know, whatever it may be. 
Yeah, absolutely. So, um, you know, we really try to try to put the patient's needs first. We're not trying to form fit uh, any recommendations to to people. So, you know, if you actually engage in a you know a, a Zoom you know telemedicine call with one of our doctors, you know, they'll, they'll really listen to your needs. They might order lab tests if, if mm-hmm. they need more information and clarity on your condition. So, um, they'll recommend everything from you know prescriptions to nutraceuticals to lifestyle changes, which yeah. really can can make all the difference. I, I listen. I was talking about this earlier on in the program. This is important. I'm gonna tell you why, why it's. I mean, I, I, I've been doing a radio show for you know almost 24 years now, and it's obviously geared toward finances. And I'm like, never, ever, ever done buy, sell, and hold on the program because a buy for you may not be a buy for your next door neighbor. And you got these other companies out there that are pushing a lot of these these supplements and, and whatnot. And it's like it's not a. It's, it's one thing. Like I said, it's, it might be working for you, but it might not work for somebody else. And I like the idea that you're going to be catering these to the individual yeah that's exactly it and i would just encourage all americans out there like if you're taking a multivitamin every day mm-hmm. stop and ask yourself why right yeah. i mean it might not be the best thing for you i mean you should really look at uh finding supplements out there like ours that are designed by actual doctors that are designed with specific outcomes in mind and that's another big difference with our supplements is we have supplements like our spike support which has been clinically researched to help dissolve spike proteins in the bloodstream we have healthy heart i'm sorry i don't mean to interrupt you could you explain to me what that is i want listeners to understand what that means in the spike protein it's important oh yeah absolutely so so spike support is our number one selling supplement um, it was designed actually uh, by Dr. Peter McCullough. I mean, he sees uh, every single week, you know, people that come in with, um, you know, myocarditis and other kind of post-vaccine, post-COVID symptoms that they just can't seem to shake. And, you know, his research and um, experience has shown him that there's enzymes such as natokinase, which is the main ingredient in spike support, which can actually help dissolve spike proteins, which is the kind of root cause behind all of these ailments that we've been seeing the last few years uh, in the bloodstream over the course of, you know, six to 18 months. So we've had a lot of people that just haven't felt the same since they got yeah. the shot or had a you know, severe bout of COVID that have got on a, a product like our spike support and had great results. Yeah, it's a, that's amazing because, again, I'm 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 in that group, uh, quite frankly. So I, I, you know, I went through some some horrible issues because of that. And uh, again, I know a lot of people that have been in my boat and speaking with people that work in emergency rooms and nurses, and they're seeing more and more side issues that were associated with some of these things with the vaccine. So. Peter, why don't you explain to me the process now? What what would someone do? What would someone do right now? Yeah, the, 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 you know, this something that fits into their wheelhouse and actually should fit into most people's wheelhouse. How would they go about working with you and your company? Yeah, so you know, simply you can go to twc.health. Uh, that's our website. It's not .com. It's .health, and you'll see right there on our homepage, you know, links to all the amazing things that we offer. So we have multiple medical emergency kits that we offer. We have a uh, a variation that has antibiotics and antivirals. We have one that's more geared towards COVID and other respiratory viruses. We'll be offering as well here in the in the new year a kit tailored for uh, first aid with specific first aid prescriptions, as well as one tailored for uh, travel, uh, you know, internationally. Uh, and you'll see all the different supplements we have to offer. And, and um, there are about. 20 different supplements that our doctors have designed so far, uh, everything from, you know, a melatonin-free sleep solution to spike support, which I mentioned. That's great. Well, could you give that out to everybody again? So I want to make sure everybody gets it. 
Sure. It's TWC for the wellness company, TWC.health. TWC.health. Peter, I, I thank you very much. This is really, really interesting. I didn't really know anything about your company. I'm like, wow, a lot of these things fit right in, into my wheelhouse. And what I'm trying to do is now I'm, you know, I'm getting, getting a little longer in the tooth now. You know, you start dating yourself in decades. You got to start paying a little greater attention. And, uh, yeah, I look over to my right here in my office and I see, you know, bottles and bottles and bottles of supplements that I take. And it might be a good idea that I might try to, you know, cater it a little bit rather than pulling everything off the shelf. So, Peter, thank you so much. Happy New Year to you. It's Peter Galuli today with us here on The Wellness Company. And again, Peter, get that, that website out for everybody. Yep, TWC.health. TWC.health. Got to take a break. Everyone, you're listening to the Rob Carson Show. I'm Chris Markowski filling in for Rob today. 800-922-6680. That's 800-922-6680. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back. Welcome back. You're listening to Rob Carson Show. I am Chris Markowski filling in for Rob today. Jobs, 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 jobs. Where are the jobs going to be in 2024? Get that question a lot. Get it a lot. Um, I'm here to tell you, uh, we're going to continue to see a lot of, um, how shall I put it, trimming the fat. Trimming the fat, yeah. All you kiddos that got um, six-figure jobs uh, sitting at home during COVID, um, you might be gone soon. Yeah, you might be gone. Companies will be a little bit more efficient. We are now in an era of the economy. It's 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 where the bobs take over. You familiar with the bobs? Well, again, I, I love the bobs. From a great movie, Mike Judge movie from back in the, the 1990s, Office Space. This is what's going to happen. I give you the bobs. What you do at Inatech is you take the specifications from the customers and you bring them down to the software engineers. Yes, y- yes, that's, that's right. Well, then I just have to ask, why couldn't the customers just take them directly to the, to the software people, huh? Well, uh, I'll tell you why. Uh, because... Engineers are not good at dealing with customers. Uh-huh. So you physically take the specs from the customer? Well, no. My, my secretary does that, or the facts. Uh-huh. So then you must physically bring them to the software people? Well, no. Yeah, I mean, sometimes. Uh-huh. What, what would you say you do here? <laughs> well, look, I already told you. I deal with the customers so the engineers don't have to. I have people skills. I am good at dealing with people. Can't you understand it? What the hell is wrong with you people? I'm good with people. I work in human resources. Now, listen, listen, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You need to ask yourself a question. You're concerned about your job. Concerned about your job going into 2024. You need to ask yourself a question, okay? What exactly do you do here? And if the answer is, 
I help the company's bottom line. I help the company to be more productive. I help the shareholders of this company along with the serving the customers as well. You're not going anywhere. Your job is safe. Oh, my Lord. So many stories over the course of the year. People losing their job. I keep applying and I can't find it. And these are people in human resources for crying out loud. Yeah, you're going to get outsourced to AI. I mean, it's just, it's just going to go away. There was a lot, a lot of crap that was built up when there was free money. And all of these companies... All of these companies, they've got to get back to being a lean, mean, fighting machine if they want to be successful. And again, I, I, I tell this again when I'm talking to, to youngsters, kids that are going off into the, the working world. Um, listen, you, you know, you've you got to treat every job, every job that you have, you treat it like it's your own company. And you bust your butt like it's your own company. You are going to be successful. You're not going anywhere. Again, they're, they're announcing it now. All of these ridiculous, ridiculous jobs and ESG administrators and DEI. Yeah, oh yeah, they're, they're helping a the company's bottom line. You're gone. Even these left-of-center tech companies are saying, uh, yeah, um, you know, we're done with this now. The, the, the pendulum is, is swinging in the other direction. We don't need this anymore. Google, Meta, made massive cuts in 2023. And guess what? They're promising to lay off more of those jobs in 2024. You got to find something else to do, okay? Find something else more productive to do. There's my job advice for 2024. <laughs> Got to take a break. You're listening to the Rob Carson program. I am Chris Markowski, your watchdog on Wall Street. 800-922-6680 is the number. 800-922-6680. We'll be back. Welcome back. You can do an entire radio show. Every single day, you can do it just on the crap that comes out of California, the nonsense that comes out of California. And I saw this story today. And what popped into my head? Popped into my head is the first Austin Powers movie where Austin Powers is asking uh, number two, Robert Wagner, there for sharks with freaking laser beams attached to their head. That's the only thing I think of. He was, all, yeah, Dr. Evil was asking for something that didn't exist. Well, here we go. The state of California is now mandating choo-choo trains that don't exist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're going to force train companies to come up with some sort of carbon number, take that money and put it away 
every year in order to buy choo-choo trains by 2035 that are emission-free. Now, okay, you guys are crazy enough in California trying to push everybody into electric cars, even though you don't have the grid or the infrastructure to handle that. All right, that's dumb enough as it is. But at least electric cars exist. Electric trains do not. Diesel trains. These are, and again, they are some of the most efficient. They are the most efficient way of moving stuff from point A to point B. Trains are very, very long. These engines are very powerful. But here you go. I, I give you the state of California mandating something that doesn't exist. Anyway, it's been an honor, people. Have a wonderful weekend. Have a great new year. God bless. It's been a pleasure. Chris Markowski for the Rob Carson Show. We'll see you.